Hi, this is Emily. And this is Maddie. And this is Spill the Mead. Spill the Mead. <laughs> Hi. Okay, I'm so excited. It's Maddie's <laughs> turn to tell me a story today. Uh-huh. And who's it on? It is on Margaret of Austria. I'm so fucking excited. Um, yeah, and you should be extra fucking excited, and so should all of you, because this is going to be a two-parter. At least. At least. <laughs> I'm so and ready. And let me tell you, it's not because I'm such an overachiever <laughs> and wanted it to be that way. No, I just bit off way too much <laughs> that I could chew no. for a a really amazing woman and she needed all of this so but also you are <laughs> achiever, so. Well, so the thing is is she did this one really really awesome total girl power thing that i'm like extra excited to yes. tell you about emily because mm-hmm. emily's mm-hmm. the biggest feminist i know and you're gonna oh, love yeah. it oh yeah but the thing is is it happened like towards the end of her life, and so it you gotta get through hit, the rest yeah, of it, it first. It doesn't hit right if yeah. you don't know her full story. Okay, so yeah. it is necessary. I need the full context. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. I'm happy to hear it. Yeah. No, we've got this. Um, it is um going on in a pretty busy time. Uh, my favorite time. Mm. Um, yeah. There is. Okay. So one thing about. Maddie. Hi, it's me, I'm Maddie. Um, I love Anne Boleyn. I love her. She is my historical girl crush. Yes. And I promise, oh, I so promise, I'm not going to do every episode in her era or mention her every time, even though I, I have now mentioned her two out of two podcasts that we've done. <laughs> but the only reason I found out about Margaret of Austria was because of her. And so Ooh. I'm really excited about this. And people don't know a lot about her. If it wasn't mm-hmm. for my obsession, yeah, I don't know, love, maybe, for Anne Boleyn, yes, that's better. strong love. <laughs> um, I would have never even heard of her. So oh. there is a little tie here. I love that. But yeah. Okay, I'm here for that. All right. So let's start off with our nice little disclaimer here. Mm-hmm. The focus of this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. While the people and events mentioned in this episode are real due to the nature of historical storytelling, we cannot confirm authenticity of specific details. That being said, don't quote us in your history essay. Just enjoy the gossip for what it is. Gossip. Perfect. And it's, oh, it's a lot to gossip about. <laughs> okay. So, bitch, the pet, the tea is hot. Here we go. Yay. So, Margaret was born on January 10th in 1480 in Brussels. Capricorn? Capricorn. That's my husband's birthday, too. So oh, my it's gosh. A, yeah, it is. It's a great day. Cute. And okay. let me tell you, she is, like, oh, such a Capricorn. Like, she's so successful and mm, a ambitious and a hard worker. And yeah, like, she's, oh, uh, yeah, we we love a good Capricorn. Yep. Um, she was born in a big, confusing, powerful family. Maybe you've heard of it. I don't know, the Habsburgs, maybe. No. Yeah. <laughs> a very no huge, confusing, <laughs> powerful oh. family. They're, they're a mess. A mess. So, yeah, oh, when I say no. more than I can chew, I'm not only dealing with a Habsburg, but I'm dealing with someone in an era where there was like seven names total. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. We're going to get through this, though. We're going to, I promise. What, weren't the Habsburgs the, the ones that were very, like, inbred? Yeah. Um, I was going to say, like, they have always bit off more than they can chew, too, because I remember that Habsburg, like, yes, jaw. Because of the because horrid of... underbite. Oh, um, God. Yes. Okay. She didn't look like that, though. Okay. Um, and neither did her parents. Cool. Yes. So I'm very the breeding worked out in her favor there. Um, but, yeah, um, double marriages are going to be a big ongoing theme here. So her father was Maximilian I. Oh, yes. Okay. The mm-hmm. Holy Roman Emperor. Okay. Uh, he became that in 1493. So Maximilian I, Holy Roman Emperor. Yeah. I mean, hit me with a better name, please. That's I'll wait. Fantastic. Adding that to like the historical baby name list. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For the my future, thing. no children. Yeah, the whole thing, too. Yes. Um, her mother was Mary of Burgundy, who was mm-hmm. the Duchess of Burgundy in her own right. So clearly, Maximilian was not a duke. She did not marry into it. It was hers in her own right, which is an ongoing theme here. Um, this is in the Tudor age here. That's my right. 
my time. Mm-hmm. Um, and people seem to think that women weren't doing a lot here, but they were. There were a lot of powerhouse women rulers I love that. right now. Yeah, we had um, Margaret of York, who is her... Uh, Margaret of see eh? no, Margaret of Austria, a double name, grandma. Yep. Yeah, so she's a big force. Uh, Isabella of Castile is big. Um, Margaret Beaufort, like there's big women ruling right now, um, and she's gonna be one of them. And then she has one brother, Philip the Handsome, or Philip the Fair. How nice, right? How cute. Yeah, like handsome. I don't know how you get to be like a the something. Again, who yeah. was he handsome? Did you find a portrait? Is you he handsome? Know, he okay. So um, I don't know how <laughs> hot anyone's gonna look and like you know. Can I look him up? Yes, nice early see. Renaissance. Beauty. I have to know. I don't know because it was like your type, title. Yeah, I feel like if you compare it to Did other, you say Philip. Yes, Philip the handsome. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, again, it. I'm not gonna say he's my type. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Of Castile. Yeah, Philip the yes. First, the handsome. It is. It is. Um, again, who's gonna look good in that style of painting? Right. Maybe it's true. The beauty standard was very, very different, different then. Very different. Yeah. So maybe he was handsome back then. I don't know. But he was really good to his sister, and they had a good, you know, relationship and stuff. That's great. So there's that He's makes him kind of handsome on the inside. <laughs> handsome where it counts in his heart <laughs> poor philip <laughs> so um when margaret was just two her mother died unfortunately oh my gosh that ties back to last episode because that's when nero's father died when he was two when he was two yep kind she fell okay. off a horse oh. and yep and died days later so i'm not sure what happened oh, there that's sad i know uh, oh. but three days before her death she was able to name her children as her heirs uh so margaret philip her heirs of burgundy and mm-hmm. then uh she made maximilian the guardian governor and regent over burgundy and her children oh so i like that so there we go okay um that brings us right into she is two years old and we're going for arranged marriage for political power number one so she's two. She's two. Great. Um, yes. So in an effort to settle an ongoing conflict with Burgundy, the French king, Louis XI, <laughs> offered a treaty of peace, which included a proposed marriage between Margaret and the Dauphin of France, so the future king of France. Yeah. Yeah. That's also a great name for a prince. I love the mm-hmm. Dauphin. Uh, the Dauphin. Fon. Yes. I know. It's so- <laughs> I know I'm pronouncing it wrong, but I still love it's it. It's so nice. Married to the Dauphin. Dauphin. <laughs> um, so in that respect, then Margaret would be bringing as part of her dowry the entire kingdom of Burgundy. Well, shit. Would be going back to France. Yeah. yeah. So, Sounds like a win for him. Yes. Um, the thing is, is Maximilian and a bunch of other people, an overwhelming amount of people right now, actually, no, if you weren't French, you don't like the French. <laughs> like, Maximilian yeah. and Margaret of York cannot with the French, but they yeah. literally had nothing to bargain with. Like, they had yeah. to accept it and let it happen. I don't, I don't know how you felt when you went to France, but <laughs> I thought that they were mean and that they had the right to be because I just was like, no, you're cooler than me. I feel like this is... (laughs) I feel like... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They weren't mean. They were like just very... They're not... They're very short. Yes. Yes. But I was like, no, that's fair. You should be because I'm an American. Yeah. Well, and also like every other country doesn't walk around like smiling all the time or when you go into a department store, like, can I help you? What colors do you like? Are you looking for a brand? What do you like? What do you have to do today? What are you doing after this? They're like like, climbing in your window. Like, (laughs) hi, how are you today? (laughs) Yeah. No, no. No, other countries are not like that. They're (laughs) very overwhelmed by us. Yeah. My favorite part of being in Northern Europe was the fact that you (laughs) walk into a store and no one even looks at you. Like you pay them and stuff. And they just don't even look up at you. Oh, and I'm no, like, my this anxiety is, is like, oh, my God, they hate me. What did I do? <laughs> and then I'm like, wait, I'm not in America. This is Europe. It's fine. Yes, this, <laughs> this is, is okay. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, continue. Anyways, um, they didn't have a choice. Here she goes. She's now three years old, and they're sending her off to France. Um, 
the French king sent her with just a bunch of armed guards because they were terrified that Maximilian was going to come and like try to kidnap her back uh, because this was like such a thing. Yeah. So it was. Um, I would if I were her dad. Oh, yeah. Well, I'd, I'd kidnap her back. <laughs> yeah, I know. I wouldn't have let her go in the first place. Well, the, but... first, the only reason she was going was because. Uh, um, King Louis was like, no, the there's too much negative French influence in your life. Like, you need to get out of there. So you're going to come move here, and we're going to raise you to be the Queen of France. Okay. Yeah, you can't live with your dad anymore. He doesn't like the French. And if you don't like the French, then... Then how are you going to be the Queen of France? Right. I feel like... Okay. That's that's fair. Yeah. I feel like no. that's kind of... It's not, but it's also, like, for the time, I guess it's fair. Yeah. So, um, in a little over two weeks... They were betrothed and married. She was three. And, yep, and Charles, the Dauphin of France, was 13. So, obviously, there was no consummation there. Thank God. Um, (laughs) But. No, I thought she was going to, like, hang out in France. Like. No. Until she, I was, I mean, I knew she'd be young, but damn. Three, yeah. Yeah. So. um, (sighs) Okay. So, she's married to a 13-year-old Charles. Gross. Yep. Um, so later that year, that same year, um, Charles becomes the king of France. His dad dies. He's the king. So at three years old, she is the queen of France, of whole ass France, a huge powerhouse back then. Um, and she was called La Petite Rien, which <laughs> means the little queen. <laughs> because she was Cute. three. To be fair, I think my daughter thought she was the queen when she was three. <laughs> the queen of France. Yeah. And everything. The queen yeah. of everything. <laughs> but she actually is legitimately a queen at three. Yeah. Oh, so sad. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So sad. So, um, Charles, I, this was interesting, I thought. So... Was described as being sickly, frail, thin, underground, hollow chest, crooked legs, and a head that was too big for his body. And at first I was like, oh no, Charles, thank God your wife is three and doesn't notice. But then I sat back and thought about it and I'm like, is he unattractive or like just a 13-year-old boy, you know? <laughs> yes, like, that's very true. 13-year-olds, they're 13. In general, yeah. Are, yeah. It are wasn't they... until very recently that like middle schoolers started looking like older, you right. know, like when we when were we... in middle school, it was vile. I would so, I did not look like the same person no, that I look I like now. Like I was frail, sickly, <laughs> underground yes. with a hollow chest and a head yeah. too big for my body. Yeah. So. Were they also saying that the little three year old queen, like, oh, she is like pudgy with a huge head and huge oh, eyes, God. but it's also like she's, well, like, she's three. So short. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like what they that's what three year olds yeah. look like. <laughs> so find anything else to say that Charles was an unattractive guy. Okay, so maybe someone was just being rude. Yeah, who knows? (laughs) Um, But him and Margaret lived at Amboise, which is this gorgeous castle in France. Um, And she had a great childhood. She studied and played with dolls and performed all of the duties that she could. She was like dressed to the nines, you know. Um, They taught her dancing, singing, how to play balloon, embroidering, drawing, painting. I mean, she's the Dauphine of France, you know. Like, the sound like okay yeah it sounds fine. no she had an extremely happy childhood there and was Good. surrounded by love and everyone loved her mm-hmm. it was great so at 11 years old uh the political influence in france shifted and burgundy wasn't important anymore so they didn't need her anymore so <laughs> yeah drama oh. time here we go so the Duke of Brittany dies and leaves his widow, Anne of Brittany, alive. No. So she is the sought-after match. And the men in Europe at this time are just, like, going bonkers for, for this girl. And so Maximilian ends up winning her hand in marriage. Oh, Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> so they were married by proxy in 1490. Okay. Um, by proxy, in case anyone out there doesn't know, is when both parties aren't present. So someone has to stand in for mm-hmm. someone. Um, that happened a lot back then. So Maximilian married this Anne of Brittany. Just Good for him. Go. How old is she? Do you know? Um, I, she's a full-grown woman. Oh, yeah, okay. so this is fine. It's always a concern. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so no, you gotta period, ask. Like, you gotta she's ask. an adult, right? Yeah, <laughs> so no. I can be happy for them. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Okay. So here we go. So Margaret's husband, Charles, the king of France, 
goes ahead and sends his armies to Brittany and lays a whole siege there. And Anne is completely by herself. She has nothing there. She's hoping Maximilian's going to send forces to help her out. Well, they're married now. Yeah. And he's, you know, the Holy Roman Emperor. He does nothing. He doesn't come to help her. He doesn't do anything. Motherfucker. So Charles shows up and tells her, hi, so here's the deal. You can get the fuck out right now and go be with this guy you've never even met and didn't bother to come save you. Or I'll let you keep your title and you can stay governing these lands and you can marry me. And it's up to you. I know. Hard choice. I have have a lot of feelings. (laughs) But let me hear them. What are they? I'm just feeling really sorry for the women here (laughs) and thinking that the men here are being fucking assholes. Yeah. Like, hi, you're already married. Uh You you scooped that girl up when she was three. Yeah. And now you're just going to abandon her? Yes. Like that? Yeah. What was divorce like at this time period also? I'm very curious. Um, Or is that coming up later? No, uh, it's not coming up later. Um, Divorce wasn't great it wasn't looked at but it happened kind not really annulments were like the thing (gasps) okay right right right. Mm -hmm. yeah and that's exactly what charles did um and was like well can't argue with that logic and i mean you're standing in front of me with an army no what am i gonna do i mean oh poor thing there's nothing you can do so um she agrees and marries charles and charles is like cool i'm gonna annul you and maximilian's marriage then on the grounds of what being the king of france so in right. one and also like none of neither of these marriages have been consummated too so and that no, was yeah. like a big and that's thing, a big thing. Yeah. yeah so they had to be consummated right so, so i guess the fact that that could be yes the, the fact that it wasn't you know probably would have been enough right there right and he's the king of france he does whatever the hell he wants um king. so yeah with one swoop maximilian lost a wife Margaret loses a husband, and she <sighs> is just in France. She's 11 years old. It has no baby. clue what to do, but she knows that it's bad. Like, this is a bad situation, right? Yeah. So, I just, just, like, to really think about that, like, for eight years of her life, you were brought up to be the queen she's of She's being France. groomed for this. Yes. She's like, been groomed for this And not even brought up life. to be like, you are the queen of France. Yes. You are the queen. You've been the queen since you France. were a toddler. Yes. And now, all of a sudden, oh, it's over. It's gone. And she's stuck in this French court as a pretty much nobody. Yeah. And they don't send her home. No, no, no. They no, don't send no. her home. Yeah, because, like, things could get better if she's, like, sent to be with her dad and they can both be like, oh, what a situation that was, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> nope. Um, they don't send her home, but, like, she can't stay at Envois with, you know, her ex-husband and his mm-hmm. new wife. So they just kind of, like, push her off to this other palace. And it was a palace. I Googled it. Okay. All right. Yes. And it, it was nice. Um, and they just kind of... Just kind of left her there because Charles was like, well, I mean, she's still here. I can make another marriage for her that's going to work out for me. Right? Yeah. And he also he's doesn't gonna, wanna... like use her as a little pawn, basically. Yeah. And he doesn't want to okay. lose Burgundy either. So he's like, no, no, you're not going home. Yeah. We're going to go put you in this palace over here and you're just going to hang out until I can find you. A marriage is going to work out for me. Right? Yuck. So, yeah. So, um, Margaret hates that, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> yeah. And this whole time she's sending letters home. She's telling Maximilian that she's going to run away in the middle of the night and people are going to find I her was... in her nightgown. Yes. Like... I was going to say, now's the time where you don your cloak like uh-huh. over your head and like dramatically run away yep and run into a handsome night yep 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 this is romance novel oh. level except this is real life so it's never gonna work out that way yeah sorry margaret well luckily um two years later charles wanted to go invade italy why not it's there waiting to be just, invaded just Stay nope. Where you're at. Nope. They need more, Emily. They always. <laughs> oh, they always need more. <laughs> so much more. So, because he wanted to invade Italy, yeah, he needed safe passage. So a treaty was signed, and it was giving Margaret back to her father along with all of her territories. So mm. yes, all because Charles wanted to invade Italy and needed the peace with the Holy Roman Emperor, right? Like, he can't keep his daughter hostage forever when you want to go yeah, to Italy. Yeah, but dude, like, you also took his wife. Like, you yes. really screwed this oh, man yeah. over. They're very much not cool. Um, again, <laughs> okay. yeah, if I were Maximilian, I'd be like, okay, thanks for my daughter, but, like, still go fuck yourself. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> um, 
I mean, he should have gone to rescue her. They all suck. Yes. No one's right here. He like, should have. You didn't even try. No. And like the French king. And she's like writing him too. Like, yeah, dad. Yeah. Like, help. <laughs> oh, wait. No. Sorry. He should have gone to rescue Anna Brittany. I meant. Oh, oh my gosh. It's also, not- he should have went to rescue his daughter, too. Yeah. Someone. Like, rescue someone. Yes. It's like, oh, no. But when they took her when she was two, they showed up with armed guards. So I couldn't rescue her. Shoot. Can't do Dang that it. again. And so he just gave up forever. Sounds like he didn't try hard He's enough. never going to rescue anyone, apparently. He's not going to rescue Anne. He's not going to rescue Margaret. He's. Yeah. Let it be known that Maximilian of the Roman Empire is a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and yep. so is Charles. And so is Charles. <laughs> um, so she gets back um, into the Low Countries. Um, the Low Countries is what they were calling just that um, lower northwestern part of Europe at this point. So okay. uh, we're really just talking about Belgium, the Netherlands, and Luxembourg. Gotcha. So she arrived back there. Uh, her step-grandmother, Margaret of York, was there to meet her. And they went back to um, Margaret of York's court at Mechelen, where both of them would stay for the next four years. Okay. And Mechelen would end up being... Um, a place that Margaret of Austria would like hold dear to her and she comes back there eventually so she was doing just fine with her step-grandmother everything was going well she's back and Maximilian's like oh she's back she's doing great with her step-grandmother and she's here I need to marry her off again immediately (laughs) so he goes straight to work trying to secure another advantageous marriage Um, so (laughs) with France Here we are again. France trying to invade Naples, which we just heard about. He's going to Italy. So with France trying to invade Naples, Maximilian and Ferdinand of Spain are like, oh, hell no. Like, he can't come do that. And also Maximilian's like, yeah, and also this guy's a piece of shit. He's like, stole my wife. He stole my daughter. I'm pissed off. And they're like, well, we need to ally against him and what better way to secure that than by a double marriage and that meant that philip the handsome would marry their daughter isabella and ferdinand's daughter juana and then margaret would marry their son and heir and his name is juan because this era (laughs) of history is a nightmare so we have juan and juana they are brother and sister. Matching names. That's very hard. Yeah, I'm the really highest sorry. degree. Yes. <laughs> um, so try, try to keep that straight. Here. Yes. What that meant was when Juan inherited the crowns of Castile and Aragorn, those yeah. crowns would be united. And then Margaret would Ooh. end up being the queen of Spain, essentially. Ooh, okay. So she went from being the queen of France to now being the queen of Spain. Okay. Not bad. Uh, yes. I hope this works out for her, but yes. I'm wary. Yes. So the... <laughs> The whole way this was going to work out was a fun little loop. So, Juana, the daughter, the daughter, the was girl. going to be sent over to marry Philip first. And okay. they were going to do all of that and have all the festivities. And then when the ships went back to Spain, they were going to take Margaret with them. And then she oh, was going to go, yeah, like a fun little convenient. loop. Yeah. yeah. Um, but of course, because this is high stakes marriages we're talking about, she was married uh, to Juan by proxy before she even left. Oh man, see, I was going to say like, ooh, one not by proxy. No, nope. no, nope. <laughs> still by proxy. Just in case. Yep, 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 yep. Um, so she was, she already held all of these titles before she even got there, before she even met the guy. Oh. Um, just a small drama on the side ooh, going on me. this whole time. Uh, there was a point where a marriage between Juan and. Anne of Brittany was heavily discussed because damn Anne. Yeah, can't get away from this girl. Yeah. How annoying. That's it. That goes nowhere. It's just a fun little tidbit of ugh. Yeah. You know? I feel like she probably this never is, wants to hear that this, name again. Yes. Th- none of this is Anne's fault. No. No. But, not oh at all. Oh my gosh, Fire Margaret. I'd be like, fuck that bitch. Yeah. Oh my right? God. Would you get out of my life? Yeah. It's like, at least now I get to be the Queen of Spain, I guess. Yeah. And, like France. Things are still working out here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, this story is great because it gave a nice little insight into Margaret because so much is happening right now. We haven't really talked about her personality. Mm-hmm. And even though she's 16, 
She is so charming and witty, and people love her. Like, people oh. loved her in the French court. Like, people love her at home. People love her. Um, yes, and this was a nice little insight to her personality. So on her way there, their ship was caught in a storm, like a very scary, sketchy, bad storm. They thought they weren't going to make it. And so here is Margaret, 16-year-old Margaret, writing her own epitaph <laughs> in case she doesn't make it. Oh, shit. Yes, and it was. <clears throat> oh, oh, you have it. Okay. Yes. Here lies Margaret, the ever willing bride, twice Mary, but a virgin when she died. <laughs> womp, womp. That is suicide by words, right? There. <laughs> She's like, this is all I have right now. This is what I'm ah. leaving behind. I was married twice and never oh, even got laid. How depressing. I know. Oh. Well, she made it. Yeah, <laughs> so she did die. But um, I also love that she was she was ready to go to the end being petty as fuck. Oh, like, yeah. ugh, married twice. Yep. Still didn't get any. Still never got it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Good for her. I know. And, like, I just love that, like, everyone is thinking they're going to die. And you're up there, like, writing a rhyming epitaph. Yes. You know, like. Being petty as that, fuck. Yes. I appreciate it. And, like, it. some nice dark humor, you know? Yeah. Like, okay. I love the her. ever willing bride. Like, God, you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to die like this? <laughs> Shit. <Yep. laughs> so uh, she arrives in Spain. She doesn't die. So she <laughs> arrives in Spain to, to go get some. Go, Margaret. Finally. <laughs> so she's greeted by Ferdinand and Juan. And Emily and listeners, it was love at first <gasps> sight. They <sighs> were just head over heels about each other. Shut the fun. I'm like going to get a little teary-eyed. No, very it was cute. so sweet. It was a true love match. <laughs> so they travel inland to meet Queen Isabella, and they spent like this quiet, intimate week together before they <gasps> even did anything public, you know? Then they had this huge public wedding ceremony, and everyone is so happy, and now I'm getting like... Oh, God. Like, yeah. oh, no. Oh, no. There is. There's a oh, but. No. <laughs> it's history. So there's always a but. Yeah. Here's the thing with Juan. Oh, no. Is he had never been in great health. <laughs> so. No. <laughs> I know. No, God. I know. It sucks. Margaret, no. Lenny, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> so the festivities and traveling had drained him <laughs> from the no. already frailness. Frailness? I don't know. Leave yeah. it in there. Fuck yeah. it. That he was experiencing. <laughs> yes. So. So it really took it out of them. And just six months after they were married, he no. dies at 19. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, the okay. look on your face right now doesn't compare to what poor Margaret's face probably looked yeah, like. Because she was not I'm like right. about to just like walk out. So I can't imagine what Margaret's feeling. How frustrating. Yeah. I already love her. She deserves the world. And she has a love match yep. with the future king. Yep. Oh, I know. Okay. It kills me that Ugh. I have to do this to you. Does it get worse? Yep. So she was devastated and she is also pregnant. <laughs> and as we know, unfortunately, a <laughs> little bit of a trigger warning here oh. that if you're a pregnant woman and in a lot of distress, this can happen. So she loses the baby. <gasps> um, sources were split on this one. It, most say that it was a premature stillborn girl. Some say that she died right after birth, but most of them say a stillborn girl. And that was the first and only time she would ever be pregnant. Yep. And to make matters worse, no. <laughs> they don't send her home. So she is on dead husband number two. Not sending her home, but they didn't send her home because they liked her. You know, it was positive in that way. So not a ton is known what she was doing with her time there. But it's funny Crying, how being that, sad. Yes, also yeah. very much that. Um, but it, it's funny that like it's not funny. It's ironic. Ironic. I guess? Yeah. I didn't know if it's ironic. It's a terrible coincidence that after her husband in France leaves her, she's stuck there for two years. And now her husband in Spain dies and she's stuck there for two years. <laughs> the same amount of time. But she was being really productive the whole time. Um, she was devastated. Yeah. But she was still in Isabella's court and stuff. She was Good for her. Yep, she was learning a whole bunch and she was teaching people too. She was <laughs> um, tutoring her sister-in-law, Catalina of Aragorn. Cute. Yep. Uh, oh. Aragorn, did you hear that? Of Aragorn. 
sorry, everyone. Of Aragorn. Oh, no. Have I said that other times? Okay, it's Aragorn. Um, you can no, tell it's our not, passions. No, not anymore. <laughs> you just pictured him, like, pushing those doors open oh, yeah. with the stringy hair in Oh, you. my gosh, in his face. Oh, man, now I'm picturing it. Okay, well, okay, we have to move on. for that. <laughs> we um, have to move on before this becomes Catalina a thing. Aragorn. There it yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was tutoring her in English because she was betrothed to Arthur, the Prince of Wales, who was Henry VIII's brother, who Catalina would end up marrying, and then Anne Boleyn would end up displacing <gasps> later. There's another tie to Anne Boleyn, oh, but there's shit. one right there. Okay. That was a lot. You can dump all of that. I just could not I know I needed get to know. It. No, I, yeah. I love your love of Anne Boleyn, so I'm <laughs> just... glad to have the... Yeah, the connection. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah. So she was tutoring the future Queen of England in cool. English, and Catalina, who would later be Catherine of Aragon, was all Aragon. Did I say Aragon or Aragorn? Aragon. You said <laughs> okay. Aragon. Yeah. Um, she would end up being Catherine of Aragon, who would be the first that wife was of. <laughs> this anyway. She would end up being the first wife of King Henry VIII. And yeah. then, yeah, then he ends up with Anne Boleyn. So oh. there's a little tie. There was oh. another tie to her like, There's two. Sad. There's two. Because, like, she got <laughs> fucked over. Yeah. Oh, a different <sighs> man. If I could do an entire separate podcast on Henry VIII and all of his wives. You will one day. Yeah. Be- I mean, I- maybe not a separate podcast, but you're going to do, like, a 20-parter yeah. on this podcast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and I'm going to just, like, buckle down, bring some snacks, and, like, get ready to go yeah. when that day comes. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm so ready. Um, uh, well, thank you for supporting me and I my love loves. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're good. <laughs> we can move off of Aragon, Aragorn, whatever we're doing. Uh, for the record, I think it should be Aragorn. <laughs> Sorry to the people. Philip of Legolas. Ones of Aragorn. Aragorn. <laughs> okay. Um, but anyways, Margaret's still over here, and she is learning a bunch about governments and politics under Isabella of Castile, mm-hmm. who, again, that's a whole other episode. Yeah. Isabella is the warrior queen. She's a bad She's a bad bitch. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, again, I can't do every episode on this era, but if someone wants to hear about Isabella of Castile <laughs> and want to let me do it, please write us and let us know because Suggest it. it would be so cool. We and take your suggestions seriously. Yes, we take suggestions first. In, yes. In fact, both of our next episodes are going to be yep. suggestions. Mm-hmm. So, um, if anyone just wants to throw that out there and do us all a solid, <laughs> really, because Isabella was great. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, for some reason that I could not find anywhere, she ends up returning back to the Low Countries after two years. It doesn't seem in any kind of ill will at all. Okay. She just goes back. Yeah. Um, so now she's 19 and she shows up and there are just these enormous crowds there to like welcome her oh, home. Yeah, it must her. have felt so good. Um, then she goes right into being the happy Margaret that she was and celebrating the birth of her nephew. Um, so oh. Philip the Handsome and Juana the Mad. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's Juana the Mad, by the way. Did we mention that? Oh. Oh. Yeah, so um, her nephew was born to them, and okay. she's named his godmother, and she plays nice. a huge role in his life. That's huge role. Very sweet. Yes, okay. because, um, you know, with Juana the Mad, she oh, no. wasn't oh, mentally no. there. That would also oh. be another great episode. <laughs> oh, my God. There's so many branches um, we could take right yeah. now. Um, so... Margaret kind of ends up being more of a mother figure, okay. you know, to yeah. him. Um, and well, plus her and Philip are close, too. And so why would she yeah. not? You know? If you and your brother are like besties, you lost your baby. Mm-hmm. Your sister-in-law's not doing great mentally. Like, this is sad, but at least, like, baby has a mother figure yeah. that, like, is is okay. Yeah, right. Because there was no therapy back and then. No. There was no medication. And, like, and, uh, who even knows? That's what... Well, again, she could be an episode, but like one of the mad, like, I wonder what it was. Like, was yes. it anxiety? Was it like a bipolar? Oh, I should like sure would be it, Emily you know? the mad. If, <laughs> if we're back in the 1400s, oh, I'd be God. like, I'd probably just be like, like Maddie the a lot. <laughs> Maddie <laughs> the whiny. The whiny. <laughs> no, 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 he would probably both be the mad too, yeah, honestly. Like, who they'd knows? be like, 
I just asked her to go to the market and she had a full on meltdown because it wasn't the market that she usually goes to. Like, <laughs> Emily's mad. <laughs> She's mad. Yep. Mad I would have mad issues. Um, yeah, I don't know to what degree, but she she did have very apparent <sighs> mental That's so sad. issues. Yeah, from a young age. Um, she for dealt her with this. And for Philip, the handsome. The handsome. Yep. And for their the baby. The handsome and the mad. Yep. And out of that comes another charles so mm, no mm-hmm. i know okay there's like seven names nope. back then i'm i'm keeping track so far so okay. i think i can handle another but the charles good news is is the last charles is gone that first never have to think about nope, that first douchebag no nope. charles king of france charles Great. gone done yeah. from now on the only charles we care about is margaret's nephew <laughs> prince okay. charles okay. okay okay so anyways margaret's back right yeah so we know what that means she we need another marriage and it's god this time it's not just maximilian it's philip too they're like what can we do here like we've got her she's here she's ready to go it was that sucks but it's like the time it's like just find someone good for this poor girl they did once before they were trying the names mentioned this round were whoo so we were talking (laughs) which okay just how this would even come up as a suggestion, Emily. Yeah. But they suggested Louis the Twelfth of France because everything with France has gone so great thus far. Yeah, let's definitely commit her I, to another I don't, d'enfant. <laughs> I don't even know why that even came up, but he was one of the names. What? Um, Ludovico Sforza. <gasps> the Duke of Milan was the name. Ludovico. Do you want to tell him? About Ludovico. Uh-huh. And why we know who he is. When we were in the Renaissance Fair, the whole time period, like last year's Renaissance Fair, was based off of the time period around Ludovico. Yes. And did my dad play Ludovico? No. No. Who did my dad play last year? Oh, man. It was it's another right fur, there. Fur, fur, Ferdinand? Was it Ferdinand? No, it's not a Spain, a different one. There was a lot of Ferdinands back I don't then. remember. We're going but... to pause and we're going to check. Okay. Okay, we looked it up. And just so you know, Maddie and I have both had babies <laughs> within, yes. like, the last year and a half. Yes. So we have major postpartum brain. Yeah. <laughs> Already forgot who my dad... My dad was the king mm-hmm. in last year's Renaissance Fair. It was... We were close. It was Fernandino. Yes. Or Ferrante. Ferrante. I love we were that. very close. We did great there, I think. Yes. And let me tell you that uh, this Renaissance Fair that we were in last year had been postponed a whole year because of COVID. And Emily and I took so much time trying to figure out the politics of Italy and everything that was going on at this time. And it was so hard. And so the second that I see the name Ludovico Sforza was brought up, I'm like, oh, a Sforza. God, I twitch. Yeah, yeah, a Sforza. Like, no wonder nothing yes. makes sense. This whole time period was, <laughs> was changing borders. And also, no one asked us. No one cared about <laughs> anything politically going on in that time period. Oh, but no. we knew Everything. We knew everything. And then the second that fair was over, gone. It was gone. Oh, I dumped I, it yeah, so I fast. Will, for all, I will always remember the names. Like, yes. I won't remember who they belong <laughs> nope. to, obviously. But like, years? Ludovico. Yeah. Ferrante. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I dumped all of the political stuff like a third grade vocab test, man. So like, quick. I just like, and wipe from my brain. Yep. And it was done. We didn't even need it. No, <laughs> didn't even need it. <laughs> but anyways, Ludovico Sforza, the Duke of Milan, was a big name back then. Mm-hmm. So was King James IV of Scotland. And Arthur, Prince of Wales, who, yeah, was already betrothed to her former sister-in-law. But nothing matters back then. So who knows, you know, oh, like yeah. why that was even brought up. Yep. But Maximilian couldn't couldn't figure it out. He kept going back and forth all over the place. Yeah. And so Philip pulls the trigger. He's like, nope, I know who she's going to marry because um, she's going to marry someone that I need to. I just I just want this is really important to me for some reason right now. This is reminding me. Have you seen the second Princess Diaries movie? I have, but I don't Oh, we're going to watch it okay. together. <laughs> This is reminding me of when they sit and they sit her ass down and they like have a slideshow with popcorn, pear flavored popcorn, because pears. 
Yeah. Or of Genovia. <laughs> and they, like, flip through and are looking at all of the princes for her to marry. That's really just what I imagine yeah. <laughs> that Philip and Maximilian are doing. They're just yep, like, just sitting back. how about this one? Yeah. It's like, oh, no, he's too old. They have, okay. like, a yarn wall, you know. Yes. Like, like crazy like, people. Yeah, what just... would benefit us the most? <laughs> yes. Well, Philip figured out who was going to benefit him the most. So mm-hmm. now that... Uh, Margaret's Spanish husband, Juan, was gone. Philip just inherited all of his lands, right? Because he's married to his sister. Oh, shit. And he's not not even there. He's not in Spain at all. But he needs to get there because the people need to see who their new king is, right? Oh, man. Well, he can't get to Spain without safe passage through, take a guess, France. Fucking (laughs) fucks. France. So... (sighs) He suggested to do this. You want to guess? It It rhymes with bubble carriage. Oh, God. <laughs> bubble carriage. <laughs> you wanted to do this not scripted, and so now you're getting things like bubble carriage. <laughs> bubble carriage. Um, wait, are they... Wait. Yeah. It's a double marriage. Again? I'm doing it again. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. So, Okay. What this one would be, <laughs> would Philip's son, so Charles, Margaret's nephew, would... How old is this kid? Uh, honestly, I'm, I'm not sure. I think he's in his, like, lower teens at this point. It's not three. Maybe not. Maybe, like, 11 to 12. I'm not sure. Again, please don't take me to the block over that one, everybody. This was a lot of information. It's gossip. Sometimes things are going to be <laughs> yeah. totally accurate. He's, he's young, though. He's not like, you know. But he was old enough to negotiate for these yes. things. So he's okay. old enough to do that. Yeah. This I is another know. one of those icks that I just have to let settle in my chest and know that this ick is yeah. going to carry through yeah. all of these stories. Uh, is yeah. that people get married young and yep. it's gross. So... um He's wanting his son, Charles, to be married to the infant daughter of the French king. Okay. Naturally. Yeah. (laughs) So that would mean that Margaret would marry the French king's nephew, the Duke of Savoy. Oh, a duke? Whose name is... Duke of Savoy sounds very... No, it does. Yeah. Um, Whose name is... (laughs) Philibert. Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, so the thing is, is like, he was, yeah, the thing is, is like, they're French, so they probably said it, like, really, you know, like, Philibert. Like, oh, <laughs> true. Philibert. He liked but my like, French accent, everyone. Um, it just sounds like Philbert, which yes. is like a very... Philibert. Yeah. Very sweet name. Yeah. But... No, I know. It's I, cute. I'm here for Philbert. Is he the nice? Name. Um, How could you be mean with that name? Is he mean with that name? <laughs> no, you can't be mean with that name. No. Um, or even like the French, even if you're going to say like Philbert. Philbert, the weird R at Philibert. the end. Yeah. So, <laughs> God. Everyone who's in our local renaissance fair <laughs> listens to this and is like oh no are they gonna try to do accents again <laughs> so sorry one more side tangent about the renaissance fair um it was set in italy right and we were told just so many times and looking back on it we were probably told so many times super nicely for a reason that Accents aren't necessary. We don't no. have to do Italian accents. But Emily and I are like, no, fuck it. No, we're gonna take a we're year going and a half all in. Yeah, to we're learn going how home. to do these Italian accents. Yeah, we have time. We yeah. can figure it out. And we tried so hard. And we thought that it we was going it was great. Good. We thought we sounded so good. <laughs> we get to the I Renaissance still to this fair. day, I'm like, no, I was good. We were good. We get to the Renaissance <laughs> Fair and every person we talk to all thought that we were from Romania. And Everyone. I don't know why specifically Everyone. Romania. It got, and we did them anyway. We did, we did the accent anyway. We didn't oh, care. We did it for the entire the weekend. We are stubborn yeah. as fuck. Yep. And people yeah, are like, so we're, we oh, did not give up. You're, you're not Romanian. We're like, no, we're Italian, but like our mother's from Switzerland and no one knows we what a to Swiss accent sounds like. <laughs> so we're like, that's why it sounds fucked yeah, up. We said like, oh, we've grown up everywhere, which was true with our characters. With our characters. Are yeah. made up characters. They weren't real characters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was true. But <laughs> we did it the whole time. We started doing a lot of this. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the, a lot of the Italian hands. Yeah. And the whole <laughs> time we're still just Italian. like 
oh, sister, you want to go <laughs> to the beer <laughs> Like, it sounded nothing. Like, we honestly would have been better just being like, buongiorno, welcome to the Italian <laughs> no, Renaissance see, Fair. That's worse. I still <laughs> put my foot down and say, that is worse. Oh, my God. I, I have no regrets. Yeah. It was bad. Oh, no. I would do it again. Wherever the next one, we're going to eventually do one in Scotland, and we're doing Scottish accents. Oh, and yeah. And it will probably sound like a Vietnamese accent. Oh. I don't know, but we're going to do it. I can, <laughs> I can tell you every time that I read one of my daughter's, like, Merida stories to her, I use an accent every time, a Scottish accent. Yeah. And she asks me what the fuck is wrong with oh, me. No, Not I in thought those you were going to say you had it down. No, she'll be like, why are you talking like that? And I'm like, I don't sound like... Like Merida right now? She's like, I I have no idea what you're Mom, saying. Mom, it's just me bull. Is that me it? Bull. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, um, we're not the best at accents, but no. we're going to do them. So, you know, you can't you're welcome. Stop us. Yeah. <laughs> you can go up to me and make fun of me as much as you want. Yeah. I will stick to that accent. We're doing accent the whole time. Yes. yes. And we would walk away and talk about how they thought we sounded Romanian in our same stupid <laughs> accents, too. Oh, my gosh. Anyways, I'm sorry for the tangent. I'm not. <laughs> so, um, the Duchy of Savoy uh, bordered France and Milan, so it was like the perfect strategic place okay. for Phil- Philibert, or ah, Philip to have her marry. Oh, okay. Philibert. Yes. Gotcha. Um, lots of Phils. Lots of Phils and Philiberts. Um, well, no. There's only one Philibert, so. There's only one Philibert <laughs> in Philibert. my heart. <laughs> it is this one. <laughs> um, so Margaret wasn't thrilled about this whole thing, but yeah. she was kind of like, whatever. She didn't feel like she could stand up and speak out. She's a strong woman of the time. She, she just is. is like, fine. And there was like a small shining light because Philibert's sister, Louise of Savoy, had been her childhood companion. <gasps> oh. When she was in France. Well, yeah. that's nice. Yeah, I thought she was growing up in France. They were, like, friends back in the day. So I at least that. she got to go, you know, see, like, a familiar face and everything. Yes. Oh, that's great. So okay. she had that to look forward to. Louise. And um, I think that's where I'm going to call it today. That's perfect. Yep. Yeah, that sounds great. There it is. So I'm um, so ready to hear more, but... Yeah, that was a lot. Again, I, I did bite off more than I can chew, but I hope everyone was able to follow that. The second half is going to be even better, and we're not going to make you wait for it. It's going to come out like right after the first one. Swiftly. Yes. Swiftly. So you won't have to wait to hear about it. Mm-hmm. But thanks for hanging in there. Yes. <laughs> that, no, that was amazing. Yep. And I am so ready to hear more. Oh, uh, the second half I need half justice gets, for Margaret. The second half has that thing that I want to tell you about. Oh, okay. But you had to hear I'm it so all excited. first. Because yep. it does. It makes you love her, right? Yeah. Like you need to be on this ride with her mm-hmm. the whole time. No, so. I'm, I kind of wish that we were doing this in like, like on two separate days because I want to like make myself a shirt that says like justice for Margaret. Yeah. And come in here. <laughs> yeah. Like ready to go. Yeah. Everyone use hashtag justice for Margaret. <laughs> 1520. <laughs> we can't change anything now, but you know what? We will try. Oh, man. <laughs> all right. We will talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Okay, and it is time before we go for a fresh cup. A fresh a fresh cup. cup of tea. Nice Some freshy. fresh gossip. Something that is not from 600 years ago. Yep, not everyone's name is Margaret. Yes. Wanna wanna. <laughs> um, and also, we are still accepting listener submissions for a fresh cup. If you have yes. any gossip that you want to send to us, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if it's like friend of a friend gossip that you've heard, mm-hmm, like change mm-hmm. all the names. Yep. We will not say your name. It nope. can be totally anonymous. And we will just give our two cents. Yeah. On the goss. Yep. Okay. Love that. All right. So today's is from Reddit. Thanks for writing in, Reddit. <laughs> We appreciate it. it. We love you. Cool name. (laughs) Okay, so the title is, My girlfriend told me she was with a friend, but that friend was with me picking out an engagement ring. How do I confront my girlfriend about her lie? Oh, no. Okay. God, this is a doozy. I swear my life feels like a movie right now. Sorry for the weird formatting. I'm on mobile, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I... 28 male, and planning on proposing to my girlfriend of three years, 26 female. Now, I suck at picking out jewelry. I'm the type of guy that doesn't see a problem with heart-shaped jewelry. 
Oh, no, not that. Seriously, why is it considered so ugly? The K collection, Hearts on Fire. Because... Like, no, thank you. It shows that you've put no effort in. Yeah. Like, no. Oh, gr- girls like hearts. Yeah. <laughs> girls like jewelry. Here you go. Like, also, no. girls don't like jewelry with hearts on it. We I don't, don't even feel bad speaking for everybody on that. We yeah. don't like that. And if you're like, don't that's that. not me, great, yeah. wear some heart jewelry. Yeah, it's do it. not me yeah. or please, basically anyone I know. Yeah, please <laughs> show me all of your heart jewelry that you wear yes. every day. No, you don't. Yeah. Like, no, uh-huh. no. I'd be very impressed if there's one that I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, I fell in love with that. That's, that's a great heart-shaped jewelry. Yeah. No, no take her friend with you yep. every time. Yep. <laughs> so every time I want to buy something for my girl, I usually consult one of our mutual friends. My girl's best friends are all friends with me as well, and we all get along well. So asking them for help picking out jewelry is something I'm used to. Kind of sounds like our friends. I was just about to say, yeah. it sounds like our friend group. When it came time to pick out a ring, I consulted my girlfriend's best friend, Justine. Oh, hey. It's a fake name, but one of our best friend's names is Justine. Hey, girl. Yeah, cute. Justine and I are quite close, and she knows my girlfriend better than anyone, including me. Ow. Oh, that's us. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, nope, yep, this still sounds like her. Is this our Justine? (laughs) Right? Justine, was this you? (laughs) So when my girlfriend... Um, went out to visit her sister and baby nephew, I invited Justine over to the house to help pick out a ring. Justine and I looked through a few catalogs, but decided it was a dead end. Yeah, catalogs are going to be a dead end. I, feel I like did not even know that there were still catalogs. I, that's a 1950s thing yeah. right there. Yeah. Wow. And it would be better to go to professionals at a jewelry store. Yeah. Good decision. However, I didn't know when my girlfriend would be coming home, so Justine and I thought of a clever text to gauge how much time we had. I asked her when she'd be coming home as I was ordering takeout and wanted to know when to tell them to have the food ready by. That's smart. Mm-hmm. She responded by saying it'd be a few more hours. She met up with Justine to go shopping. No. Now, obviously, this took me by surprise since Justine was standing inside my house. I showed Justine the text and she looked as confused as I was. Oh, and he's like trying to buy her a ring. Oh, Make no. the big commitment. And poor Justine. What? Okay, real quick. Like... Yep. Oh, man, like, the girl code dilemma, dude, because, like, oh, yeah. whoever this horrible cheating girl is was like, oh, I'll say Justine because she's my best friend and she'll have my back no matter what. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now there she is sitting in a room with your could-be fiancé mm-hmm. thinking, oh, my God, what do I do? What a pickle you to know? be in because, like, I have your back no matter what, but... That's also because I know you would never do anything really shitty like that. Well, yeah, right. Yeah. No, so no like, one in our friends would no. do something so, like, like that. So, like, what a pickle to be. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh. Well, and she clearly likes this guy, too. Like, yes. I mean, like, Justine likes the guy, they're like, friends. as a friend. Yes, yeah, they're friends. So, Gosh, she's yeah, willing to would, help him out like this. And yeah. it would, like, oh, man, that's... That sucks. I, Justine's the victim here, dude. Like, what well, <laughs> Everyone, to it's be. Justine, yeah. Oh, man. What do you do? What do you say? Um, okay, it isn't ordinary for my girlfriend to meet up with people out of the blue like that for shopping, lunch, etc. She's very spontaneous and loves making plans on the fly. So, ordinarily, I would have believed this text in a heartbeat. However, obviously, this had to be a lie. Well, maybe... She's buying him a ring, <laughs> and she's say, with his best friend. It's <laughs> right? all just a happy Justin. accident. <laughs> yeah, her and Justin were looking at catalogs, but yeah, now they're out shopping yeah. for it because catalogs are fucking yeah, dumb. Why girl would you boss, think- she's just like, I'm gonna propose to you. I love you. Yeah, yeah cute. Yeah, we'll, we'll what a happy see. accident. What a happy misunderstanding. We're optimistic here. <laughs> Um, so she came home, acted completely normal, and I played along, but it's been really hard to act like everything's fine. We got takeout, ate together, cuddled on the couch after. So far, she's caught on a little that something's upsetting me, but I just can't tell her what looking at her kills me. My husband, I, I can't hide shit. Like if I'm upset, he will glance at my face and be like, what's wrong? Oh, yeah. No, I'm that, I'm that bitch. We're like, I'll try. He'll be like, is something wrong? I'm like, no. I just think oh. it's funny that and like <laughs> that I just takes, think it's funny. Yeah, it takes three whole seconds for me to be like, no, I'm fine. No, you said this thing and it hurt my feelings. You know? Yeah. Like I don't know. Especially with something like this, I don't know how he could even yeah. play along with it. Because the yeah. second that my boyfriend walked in the door after this, I'd be like, So where the fuck were you? Yeah. Where uh-huh. were you? 
Try again. Have fun. Yeah. How was Justine? Like, I would have already been like driving over to wherever I thought he was and like scoping out the area. Oh, like a yeah. crazy bitch. Yeah, like, oh yeah. Thankfully, Matt's never given me reason to be suspicious, so he's never had to deal with the crazy bitch side of me. Or like send a but, selfie with him and Justine in the same room, maybe? Ooh. But then that would give her time to like think about it before oh, she yeah, got home. and like come up with a lie. Yeah, you no, don't no, want no, no, them no. to have time. You no, need to confront them wait on the spot for him to walk in the door mm-hmm. and then just like right to the face, like smack who the fuck is she? And you know what? The expression on their face is usually the whole answer. Yeah, right. Like yeah. if you're like, "Where were you?" Yeah, in that in that tone. <laughs> yeah, if they look at you like, um, then you know something not that bad was going on. But yeah. if they look at you like. What do you mean? Like, with big eyes. Yeah. yeah. Or get, what like, you, mad yes, at you. The weird defensiveness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a red flag. Um, okay. Anyways. <laughs> I don't know what to do. My girlfriend and I have zero trust issues, and we tell each other everything, so this lie is killing me. I want to ask her about it so bad, but if I tell her I knew she was lying, I'd have to explain why, and I really don't want to do that. Oh, that's so rough. Gosh. What do I do? I know she lied to me, but I don't know how to confront her about it. Should I just forget it? This won't stop gnawing at me. Please help. Okay, so that's... He has, like, little edits, but it's nothing, like, super relevant. Yeah. What would you suggest that he does? Um, I don't think he should drop it for sure. No. Like, no, because maybe she, maybe she wasn't cheating. Maybe she wasn't. But she was doing something that she still, like, lied to you about, you know? She obviously lied. Yeah. And mm-hmm. even if it was something happy, like the engagement ring thing, you know, maybe she was. Who knows? Like, yeah. she could have been doing something or planning a surprise for him or something maybe she may be doing something yeah yes but i just still think that if it's bugging him and he thinks it could be something like that like it's still damaging to the relationship you know i feel like him sitting there not trusting her isn't good either right and it sounds like there were no issues up to this point so it's not like well she's been acting suspicious for the last couple months or whatever like he said i we have zero trust issues we tell each other everything this is killing me so i feel like could he not because he said did he not say before that like justine has helped him pick out other jewelry for his girlfriend exactly why not just say this was another like Picking out something for whatever was coming up, whether that be Christmas, yeah. birthday, whatever. Yes, if he Valentine's didn't want to drop the or like if her birthday was coming up, like yeah. planning a surprise. This party is like or a something. thing. Yes, this is yeah. a thing that like happens. Like and then you, if it you turns just out to help you, she was cheating. Then hit her with you, bitch. I was gonna buy you a ring. Yes. <laughs> then you hit her with that, which is but another lie. This is you horrible were, advice. <laughs> <laughs> like, so what you need to do is just keep on lying. Like no, God. But that is my suggestion. So, uh, but we're history podcasters. There's an update, though. Ooh, okay. So we we do know what was going on. Oh, good. Yes. Thank God. Okay. 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 Let me like adjust this. It's getting kind of weird. Okay. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) Hey guys. Oh my God. Where do I begin? My last post got way more attention than I could have ever imagined. And it was very overwhelming. Um, Oh, no. Okay. Thank you so much for the support. We're going to get to the update. Okay. On to the update. I decided to confront my girlfriend. Good. I thought about using some of the lies people suggested. Oh, other people suggested lies. Uh, Not just us. Human beings in general suck. It's not just us, Emily. Yeah. Good. Okay. We're not on a boat by yourself here. Same page. But they just wouldn't make sense. To say I ran into Justine somewhere. Well, I told my girlfriend I had to stay home and do stuff around the house, and that's why I couldn't go out with her to see my sister-in-law. Okay. To say Justine was helping me pick out jewelry, that was our lie. Yeah. It doesn't make sense for her to come all the way to our house to help me pick out a piece of jewelry unless it was a very serious piece of jewelry, like an engagement ring. If I just wanted to get her a piece of jewelry as a gift, I'd ask her friends for suggestions or ask them to send me pictures of jewelry she might like. Okay, Okay. but I don't think she knows that specific process that you go through. I don't think she knows, like, whether Justine comes with you or not or, like, just texts you when picking out the other jewelry that you've gotten for her. Yeah. Well, even if that was the case, because, I mean, I guess he knows these people better than we do. Even if that was the case, I still feel like he could have just said, well, yeah, 
but I was texting Justine too, and you weren't with her. You know, like I knew there where she go. was. Like yeah. I was texting her about the jewelry, but yeah, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. Does that not work? Actually, I feel like that makes sense. <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah, just... like I was talking to Justine at the same time. I and straight up. She was telling me she was out to dinner with her mom. Yeah. See, I straight up don't like know what to do because I'm the type of person that the second he walked in the door, my crazy ass would have been like, "Where the fuck You're were sitting you?" There, your arms crossed just oh, like yeah like hey. yeah sitting in a yeah. dark corner like <laughs> petting our dog like so where were you actually Stroking the dog. yeah <laughs> like so i don't lady tremaine anything. with lucifer style yes <laughs> yeah like that's how i handle things I love that. <laughs> so i have no clue so no. well he decided to be honest good yeah okay. i basically said that i knew we'd been thinking about marriage and she probably knew a proposal was coming soon so i invited justine over to help me find her the perfect ring and that so happened to be the day that she said she was going to see her so what's the deal she immediately started grinning like an idiot and prodding me about proposing and the ring but then we got back to the topic of where she was and she confessed what she was really doing no it wasn't cheating and no she wasn't picking out a ring for me so some people are dog people (laughs) you're gonna hate this so much maddie (laughs) and some people are cat people well me i'm a snake person i grew up with snakes my whole life but i never felt i was able to get one because my girlfriend has always been uneasy about living with a snake i am legitimately (laughs) so goddamn confused as to where this went just now like just be we went cheating from cheating to yeah. like, like buy a snake please just be cheating don't get a snake no like you oh, could handle no. it way better if your husband came home and said like i cheated on you <laughs> like i bought us a snake it's slithering yeah, around I right over there this giant pet that's it's never gonna love you it's never gonna come when you call it I and also snakes. it leaves living things oh. so here's this i like, love no. snakes yeah just, i want a little snake that can wrap around my wrist like a bracelet and i want it to be a little tiny have you seen hog nose snakes yeah they're so cute Are they? and then when they get scared they don't bite they play dead Oh yeah, and they go. I, yep, I and they it. roll onto their backs. And I know that you'll never love that. No, but I hate all of you that. You also will never love Robert Pattinson. But yeah, no, you, not my type. Yeah, you'll it's just love. one of those things that you'll be like, I love that you love that, but that's not for me. It's not for me. Hey, yeah. try having a crush on Justin Bieber. Okay, like it doesn't People get worse just, than that, and that's who who I am. So, have you heard his new song, Maddie? I have to ask. This is gonna which be one? I feel funny. Yeah. What's your sign? I'm, I'm a, a Pisces. Pisces. <laughs> I have that saved on TikTok. <laughs> like, I'm going to do anything that, with it. That song is a car crash. It's like, <laughs> I don't want to listen to it. But every time I do, I have to finish listening yeah, to it. It was just like a little joke song, you know? Yeah. And no, I. it's terrible. <laughs> it but like, is. It's shit. I love it's listening bad. to it. Yeah. I won't like go out of my way to listen to it. But if I'm scrolling through TikTok and someone's used it in the background, I'm like, oh, I'm stopping oh, for this one. Every single time. Time, he says, "What's your sign?" I'm a Pisces. What's your I'm sign? A, I'm, a Pisces. I'm a Pisces. <laughs> like I actually am. Please Maddie. don't fight me. I, <laughs> yeah, I am a Pisces, and so every time that comes on, I'm like one hand up in the air, looking over my shoulder in a twerk. Like I'm a Pisces, <laughs> you know. Like this is my no, jam. I love that for you. It does not matter how bad of a song. It is. If there is something that says something about I'm an Aries, I'm going to be like... All about it. Yeah, bitch. Yeah. There is a song called Aries, actually, but it's about a guy named Aries. Oh, yeah. Okay. I still listen to it all the time. It's still better than this bitch going out and buying this guy a snake. So... Buying a snake. <laughs> okay. We're going <laughs> to loop right back to this. Okay. She's always been uneasy about living with a snake, which I completely respected. Also, the process of buying and raising a snake is very different than that of buying and raising a cat or dog. It's quite complicated. So you can imagine my surprise when my girlfriend showed me a picture of her holding the <laughs> the cutest nope. Kenyan sand boa I've ever seen. Nope. So it's cute. a complicated process because you shouldn't have a snake. <laughs> it's not a pet. It doesn't love you. Like it doesn't. I'm looking up a Kenyan sand boa. Would constrict you immediately (laughs) if you were alone in a room with it. Oh no, they're cute. Mm -hmm. They got little faces. 
No. Well, okay. Well, they look like little worms. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, tarantulas have little faces, oh. too, and I don't like them. Okay. No, maybe they're not cute. Ugh. Like a zoom in on their face. is like, ooh. Okay. Some are cute. Some are not. But he said it was the cutest one he'd ever seen. Not as cute as a hog nose. I want an albino hog nose, too. They're just all white. Mm-hmm. And yep. then we'll never understand. And then we can start cute. doing this over Zoom because <laughs> I, can't I don't even want to be around you because snake has touched you. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what's weird about that is like if I'm outside and see a snake slither by, I'm fine. Yeah. I just like don't want to interact with it. You yeah. know, like yeah. I feel like I'm still semi afraid of them, even though I want one. That's why I want like a very tiny one, <gasps> and that's why I would prefer a boa because I'm like, oh, if you're really tiny and you're trying to like strangle me around my wrist. It's like <laughs> nice try, little buddy. You're to kill me. Yeah, but like I don't want to be bit. This so. also, <laughs> I'd rather be squeezed than bit. Why don't you just? <laughs> it's like a little get a puppy. Hug. It's oh. a hug. They're trying to well, kill you. Puppies though. can bite too. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Mine never would. Fair but. enough. Everyone has their animals, I guess. Yeah, reptiles ain't it for me. <laughs> no. <laughs> Needless to say, my girlfriend was going to surprise me with a snake. We're picking her up next week. Let me know if you want pet tax. She's so cute. Oh, I do. Um, I definitely did not expect this. I feel bad for ruining her surprise. Okay, but that's oh, fair. Come on. Yeah, that but, was oh, well, very... Life is good. Yeah. But cute. What a cute, wholesome that ending. Was. And she wasn't cheating. Both... And yeah. he knew that she wasn't. He, like, trusted her. He really her. did not want to. He was just like, what the fuck is this situation? Because yeah. I don't think she's cheating on me. So no, what the said, fuck could it be? We don't have any trust issues. He said that after he was pretty <laughs> yeah. sure that she's cheating on him. Like, yes. that's very sweet. Yeah. Maddie, how much do you enjoy a pun? I actually don't know how much you enjoy a pun. Oh, bitch. I love a pun. Okay, good. I want to read some comments to you. <laughs> Rattled over nothing. It's like, that really takes the snake. Is that one? <laughs> oh, my God. I hope so. <laughs> Dramatic people are going to have a hissy fit. <laughs> people really need to shed themselves of all these ridiculous preconceived notions. No, she was looking really slimy there for a second. <laughs> you can't let negative thoughts <laughs> slither in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's it. What a happy little ending happy to little our ending. fresh cup. I was thinking about saving the update for the next episode, but, you know, I feel like we need some closure here since we don't have closure with Margaret yet. So there's everyone's closure. Closure with the snake situation. And that just took us like a full 20 minutes. <laughs> I promise (laughs) fresh cups will be shorter from now on. We're getting better at this. Yeah, let us say this. This is, stick with us, please. It was an important story. It It needed to be told. It was worth the 20 minutes, in my personal opinion. Yeah, and just remember, sometimes when you think that your partner might be cheating on you, they might just be out (laughs) buying you a phallic creature that's never going to come when you call it or want to save your life if you're and will constantly try to murder you and will constantly try to murder you in a cute way that's so cute and you have to keep it oh and they stink that's why they do they smell bad oh my god there's not one redeeming thing everybody also it just seems like something that shouldn't be in captivity like they're not happy in that little cage let them The entire okay, in the middle yeah. of to be fair, the entire reason I want one is to wear it like a little bracelet and be like, There's a little snake, it's real. Look at that. And which is why I do not have a snake. Yeah. Because that is not a good enough reason yeah. to get a back snake. So when you said, No, I would have been Emily the Mad. Like, no, look, it's real. <laughs> look at my bracelet. Like my arm snake, it's real. God. Yeah, I I would have been crazy. And you know, someone some peddler would have had a little snake and I would have been like that bitch is mine. Oh, God. It would have been really bad. I'm really glad I live in this time period, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that is it yep. for A Fresh Cup and Spill the Mead. Yep. So Join um, us for part two next time. So excited. Bye. Bye. Bye.